Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer in Florida right now. I'm sitting here on my couch uh, overlooking Boca Siega Bay. Uh, and we are podcasting here on June 2-7-2021 and talking to you about the week ahead. It's going to be kind of a wild one. Uh, for a couple of reasons, even though we finished eclipse season on the full moon this week, um, Mercury has to go through the eclipse degrees one more time. So he's going to activate all of those one more time and square Neptune, which means more secrets revealed, more stuff coming out, more things to find out. Also, the Mercury square Neptune has been what's making people feel a little bit lost or a little bit unclear about the direction. Some people have a clear vision because of it, and that's great. Other people are kind of feeling more like, oh, well, you know, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I just know I'm afloat in this giant sea of emotion. So um, even though we normally say the lunation ends on, you know, when it's 15 degrees, the sun is 15 degrees away from the nodes, because Mercury was embedded in the eclipse that we had on June 10th, and he still has to go back forward over those degrees, which he'll do this week. Um, He does it through July 7th. He is in his shadow through then. So secrets can come out until then. And that will also be when he finishes up his square to Neptune. So we're going to look for that. And then on the emotionally turbulent sign, because um, that's one of the things this year seems to be a feature of, Mars in Leo is going to come into uh, form an aspect to the featured aspect for the year, the Saturn-Uranus square. So Uranus, of course, is uh, how we change things, and he's in the sign of Taurus, and we know Tauruses and most fixed signs really don't like change all that much. They agree change is necessary, but they, they go make it happen to somebody else. And, of course, Saturn is in Aquarius, and he's going retrograde until September, uh, end of September, beginning of October, and he's revising our structures. So the the idea is back in December, Jupiter and uh, Saturn met up to start a new 20-year cycle, and they said to all of us, well, what do you guys need to have in place to have that cycle begin? And so that's this year's job. We have to put, we have to revise our old structures that don't really work for us anymore and change towards the new thing that we would like, the Uranus thing, uh, the change that's going to shift our direction. Now, in my case, Uranus is in the sixth house, which is the house of second homes. And I never really thought I would ever leave New York, not that I'm leaving it, but I'm down here at my uh, second home, uh, which will, you know, I'll be commuting between here and New York. So for me, it was kind of a surprising story, and that happened at the first square. The second square we had on June 10th, and then the third square we have on December 24th. So this week, Mars comes along and he activates the square. So he's in Leo. He's going to come to oppose the Saturn in Aquarius, and he's going to come to square the Uranus. And then next week, Venus, of course, is in Leo, and she's going to come along to oppose Saturn and square Uranus. So we have kind of a one-two, but this week, of course, because it's Mars, it's a little more aggressive. Mars is also in Leo, uh, and when he's in Leo, he wants to act 
on your behalf, whatever your behalf wants. He doesn't want to do it for any other reason than what you want, because he's in Leo. And he says, well, you are here to do something, whatever your sun sign is, whatever house is ruled by Leo, you're here to do that. And I, Mars, now in Leo am working for you and what you want. And so people, when Mars goes into Leo, and he'll be there till the end of the month of July, he is really kind of making a big vision because he's in Leo, he's in a fireplace sign. Remember when you sit around a fireplace and you kind of dream about things? Um, I always think of the John Denver song, Poems, Prayers, and Promises, uh, as we sit around the fire and talk about our lives. So that's your song for the week. I've been lately thinking about my lifetime. Go listen to it. Yes, I know I'm a child of the <laughs> I'm a child of the 50s, so John Denver was one of the voices of uh, vision in my childhood. Um, so go listen to Poems, Prayers, and Promises because the energy of Mars coming forward, first he's going to fight with Saturn, whatever's holding him back, uh, and that happens next week on the 1st. And then he's going to... Um, have a little dust up with Uranus and say, I got to change. Now, usually when that happens and the dust up with Uranus happens on the 3rd, 3rd of July, usually when that happens, people quit their jobs. They walk out. They're done with the relationship. They're not in the mood anymore. And whatever the reveals were that happened when the, as the Mercury retrograde's been going on over this last uh, chunk of time, um, lots of stuff has come out. People have found out things that they didn't know before. And, you know, we always urge caution on Mercury retrogrades. We also urge, you know, because it makes you feel you have to do something, you have to, and your ghosts show back up and talk to you, of course. But the also the other part of it is because it was the eclipse season, we also urge caution in taking action. Don't go take an action. Just gather the information, see what you want to do, figure out if this makes sense for you or not. Well, now that the eclipses are kind of over, Mars is coming in, and he's opposed to Saturn, and he's squaring Uranus, and he's saying, I got to go. We got to go. We got to go do something. We got to, we got to. So you're going to feel this urgency this week. Again, the idea is the heavens are adjusting you and helping you adjust your life and the relationships you're in, the structures you're living in, the things you're trying to accomplish. It's all shifting. Uh, very unstable. You know, people feel very unstable. People were writing me about the building collapse in, uh, in Miami. I think on a symbolic level, it shows how unstable you know, that, that building, there were problems with it, they documented them, and then suddenly in the middle of the night, the thing goes down, right? So you don't want that to happen in your life. <laughs> you want to go, hey, honey, you know, last night when I was here, the building was creaking and making all these noises. Uh, and, you know, after having heard that, I'd go, gee, God, if the building was creaking and making all those noises, would I get out? You know, I'm reminded of my friend Pamela, who was in the Twin Towers, um, and she was in the second tower, and she was sitting there in the conference room uh, looking at people, you know, looking at the fire in the building in the north tower and people jumping out and hitting the sidewalk. And then the announcer came on and said, it's perfectly safe. It's perfectly safe. Stay in your offices. Don't evacuate. Stay in your offices. And it woke her up. And she went, perfectly safe? This isn't perfectly safe. And she had lived through the bombing in uh, World War II of, of England. She was from England. 
and she went, this is not safe. <laughs> and she, it woke her up her, out of her trance or her shock or whatever, and then she left the building, and really, literally, she was 100 feet away from it, and the thing went down. Um, and so we, we recognize there's a wake-up this week. You know, it's like that. It's like that, that energy where something's going to really wake up, and you're going to see it in a way you hadn't seen it before, and you're going to understand it in a way you hadn't understood it before, and that's okay. What that allows you to do is make a plan. So in her case, as she walked all the way up from the World Trade Center to 86th Street, some 15 miles, and not quite 15, Manhattan's 15 miles long, so it was probably about 12 miles because all the subways were gone and the buses were gone, and she walked. And as she walked north, she kept thinking about this little house that she'd bought out in Arizona, Walnut Creek, Walnut Creek, Walnut Creek, I'm going to Walnut Creek, I'm going to Walnut Creek. That's what got her home. So you may find you have a mantra this week. You may find that something comes in or a phrasing or an idea and that is going to hold your vision and hold your inspiration. Venus went into Leo. So she is talking to you about your dream instead of how you, when she was in cancer for the last two months, last month or so, how you have to caretake. So Venus is saying to you, what's your dream? What's your dream look like? Come on, come on, you got a dream, right? And so she's talking dream, and then next week she'll take action on it. This week Mars sets the stage. He goes in and kind of clears it out. So I have a good friend, Lisa, whose husband, Bob, is a, they have a nice patch of land in a little north of Cincinnati in Hamilton County uh, and Fairfield, Connecticut, Fairfield, Ohio, I believe it is. And Bob is always out there planting stuff, plowing the fields, getting it ready. So that's what Mars is doing this week. And then Lisa, she picks the seeds. She picks what gets planted. I mean, they obviously consult about it. But so this week, Bob is plowing the field, Mars is plowing the field, clearing your life out, and you will feel things get cleared. You may find you don't want to do something anymore, that you're kind of done with it, that you're really ready to let go and do something else and not take action on it, and that's okay. You may also find that you're getting a bigger vision of your life, and you don't have to do it right this second, because remember, we have till December, but you're you're waking it up. You're calling it back. You're saying, hey, you know, what is the vision for my life? You know, I've, I've restructured and changed it a lot of ways, and now I'm coming up with my new way of looking at it. And what makes me happy? What calls my heart? What does my heart really want to do? And that's the space you're supposed to be listening to. Mercury is not finished giving you information yet, though. So your other job is to take the information Mercury gets, gives you and understand it, understand what it is. Um, and again, some of it may not be clear. And some of it, you know, you don't have to decide right away, but you're getting information. Mars is going to go into Virgo at the end of July when he is going to say, okay, here's the plan. This is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. Excuse me, let's go forward. So, But this week he clears the land, kind of like Bob and his deer tractor over there plowing the plowing the field, and then Lisa plants the wildflowers and the beans and the tomatoes. Well, they both plant them, but but they figure it out. So this week Mars and Venus, both in Leo, are talking to you about what your heart wants, not anybody else's. Now, you do not have to say it to anybody yet. Mercury is square Neptune, but you at least have to know it. And if you don't know it, if you're feeling a little lost because Mercury is square Neptune, perfectly fine, perfectly fine. Just allow Mercury to have a little dream 
or to have a little thought about what he might want. Remember, he's in his favorite sign. He's in his rulership. He doesn't answer to anybody when he's in Gemini. He just does his thing. And he asks you to think in different ways. He asks you to explore ideas, explore concepts, to think about, well, what would that be like? Mars is asking you to watch where you're feeling a little annoyed and maybe take action to change it. And Venus is saying, watch where you're feeling an inspired passion and move towards it, not necessarily rapidly, but give yourself permission to go. Now this week the moon's in Aquarius and then it is in Pisces. And then when Mars comes to form his aspect with Saturn and Uranus, it's in Aries. And we know how that moon in Aries is. It's just fast, it's speedy, it has its own desire to do things. I always bow to a moon in Aries. Uh, last night I was I was here in the condo. I checked my email. I got an email from the president of the board I'm a treasurer on. And she's like, I paid myself, and I paid this one, and I paid that one. And I, I'm like, I want the money. I'm like, okay. you know. And I got the note to pay the bills two days ago, three days ago. And uh, I, you know, I usually pay them at the end of the month, which is like today, tomorrow. Well, she wanted the money. So she paid herself, and she paid everybody else. And she sent me a note. I'm like, great, you're doing my work. I love it. And she, you know, she didn't apologize. She alerted me. And I said, I always, no problem with me, you know, but really three days. It's not like it's waiting around. But um, but I bow to an, an Aries, an Aries. You know, I always, Virgos always bow to Aries because Aries just say go. So watch for the energy where you're invited to make the change. Watch for the energy where you're asked how you feel about it. And then be clear what you want. You know, you don't have to do it now. But you do have to get the vision moving, the the idea moving. And when the moon gets into Aries, as Mars is um, coming through there, you may find, especially if you're not the kind of person who normally triggers off of stuff, you may find something happens that really pisses you off at the end of the week on the 1st and the 2nd. Uh, And then we're into July. And then, of course, on Saturday, the... um, uh, the third and the fourth, the moon is in Taurus with a nice closing aspect. Again, we're making a lot of decisions. We're, we don't have to do them. All the planets are, big planets are retrograde. Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, Neptune, they're all going backwards till the fall. So they're asking us to revise structures, to think about what you need to have happen, what you need your new direction to be, because you know in the fall it's changing, right? So in my case, my assistant Rose, um, it has a big thing on the horizon, and I'm thinking about, okay, so she's going to go do this. It's really cool. can't tell you about it yet, but I will when it happens. And, um, and I'm kind of thinking, okay, so what do I need to do? You know, what makes sense for me, for my vision, you know, of my, what I, my practice and where it's heading and what's up? So I've been thinking about that down here on vacation. And, uh, and that's the idea. It's, you don't have to do it yet, but you know it's coming. And that's the important thing. We're getting a heads up. We're getting a warning. We're getting an alert. So your job is to pay attention to the alert, if that makes sense. Okay, so let's talk about the planets this week. Uh, The sun this week is going from 6 Cancer to 12. And we remember when he's in Cancer, he changes. Every time the moon changes, he changes. So when the moon goes into Aries this week on the 1st and the 3rd, he is um, going to be in Aries, and he's going to be in Aries like the moon is. So the moon and sun are both going to be pretty fired up, going to be like my boss you know, at OPA who paid herself. She said, I don't want to wait. I'm like, all right, watch for a little impatience then, right? 
but also any planets between 6 and 12 are being stimulated by how does this work for you. The sun has an aspect to the nodes of fate on the first where it's feeling like it needs to make an adjustment or shift something in a new way. There also is a little bit of a health aspect on the second where you're looking at things and saying, okay, I need to make an adjustment. And then on the third, after the drama of Mars going through the Saturn-Uranus, the sun looks at Saturn and says, well, I guess we just adjusted, didn't we? And Saturn says, yes, we did. And then he, of course, uh, is a little crabby because, you know, he doesn't really like it when Mars picks a fight with him. And that is what's going to happen this week. People are going to be in the mood to fight, and you get to decide if you want to or not. I would suggest you don't. If you're in the mood to fight, take that energy and do something different with it. Mercury, as we mentioned before, is now going direct, and he's retracing his steps. But he is, because he's moving very slowly, because he just stopped, he's not going very far. He's only getting to 22 uh, of Gemini. But he's not out of his square to Neptune. That does not happen until next year. Next week, rest next year. Yeah, maybe next year. (laughs) But you are in the mood uh, to be a little deceived or to not see things 100% clearly. Mercury does have a handshake with Mars, then they make a deal. They're making a deal on the 28th about how to move forward. And then Mercury has a semi-square with Venus, so she's a little snippy with him. And he's a little bit like, oh, she's being a diva. But then they make up again on the 3rd. Okay, so, you know, she's feeling a little bit unheard or unseen or maybe unvalued. So let Venus be a little, she may be a little snippy this week. Um, And if that's the case, you know, just know the person isn't really... You know, they like in the case of case, she wanted her money. I'm like, all right, well, you got you got access to the bank account, so I'm not going to say don't pay yourself. Uh, as I mentioned today, Venus goes into Leo, and she will be in Leo for a month, um, and that's always one of her happy places because she puts she glams up, she puts on makeup, she puts on false eyelashes, she looks fabulous. Uh, so she's in the mood to look fabulous. She does have an adjusting aspect to Jupiter on the 28th. Remember, Jupiter went retrograde in Pisces. So she also may look at herself. You know, sometimes when this happens, Venus looks in the mirror and feels a little old. Um, And so if she feels a little old, that's okay, too. She is a little older, but she's also wiser. So if there's a sentiment of feeling old and unseen, that's okay. And then she has... Uh, a hard aspect on the third is sesquiquadrate to Neptune, which is stress in a square. So sometimes when that happens, Venus wants to take action but is a little uh, leery of it, but she knows she's supposed to, and it makes her anxious. So just kind of know she's running a little anxious this week. She's also still running from zero to ten of Leo, so she's not, you know, she's still kind of baby Leo. Mars this week goes from 10 to 14 Leo and he is an aspect to the nodes of fate on the 28th so you're going to meet somebody important or do important things on the 28th Mars is also in a health aspect on the 29th as he has a quinticelli to Pluto this is an old outstanding health aspect that's taking a turn and needs you to address it on a different level no fooling around go to the doctor if there's any health issues on the 29th and then we go into Mars's little combustible pile of energy, uh, the first through the third. Now remember, Mars, of course, as he's approaching, we feel him. We feel him building up. So this week, he's going to have a sesquiquadrate to Athena. He's going to look for some new patterns or new ways of doing
doing things, maybe going back in a different way, you know, looking to partner in a different way. But Athena is kind of like, you know, I don't really think that's going to work. And then he goes into an opposition with Mars on the 1st. He has a trine to Chiron on the 2nd. He has a contraparallel to Saturn on the 3rd. And he has a square to Uranus on the 3rd. So on the Donald scale, off the charts, off the charts. Uh, The 30th, the 1st, the 2nd, and the 3rd. And then it calms down. And then it'll feel like, oh, okay, that's over. Oh, all right. And you take a breath, okay? But remember, Mars is in Leo. He's a little dramatic, a little bit of a door slammer you know, when he's in Leo, you know, big flouncy exit or arguing in the mood to argue. You do not argue with lions. They win, right? One of the, one of the worst, there's like a list of ways to die that are bad in Buddhism or in, in, in Tibetan. I saw it in the Tibet Museum down at the Rubin downtown. And one of them is being eaten by a lion. And so this week the lions can want to eat you. So if there's a lion roaring near you, and who knows, we may have a story of some, you know, this is usually when somebody crawls into a lion's cage and gets eaten by a lion. Not that we're making negative predictions, but if you see a lion coming for you, duck. Uh, Jupiter this week, very pokey. He's retrograde at one Pisces. He does have a quintile to Uranus, so he's getting some inspired ideas, but that's at the end of the week. And then Saturn has a semi-square to Athena, so he's feeling a little thwarted by her, telling him what he can't do uh, and why not, you know. So this is kind of like when you go to HR and you want to fire somebody and they say, no, you can't. Uh, There's a reason you can't, and you're like, I don't really think that's a good reason. Uh, Neptune also is opposite Vesta, which is a great opportunity for clearing things out of your home and hearth and changing things and moving things forward, and that's going to happen on the 2nd. And that's basically it for the aspects. The moon's this week. Right now it's in Aquarius. Uh, The moon's in Aquarius, um, and it will be going into Pisces. Uh, It's in Aquarius. It goes void today at 3.08 p.m. Uh, with a lovely trine to Mercury. So it's a chatty, connecting, talking kind of day. And then it goes into Pisces tomorrow afternoon at 1.51 p.m. on the 28th, and it'll be in Pisces on the 28th, the 29th, and the 30th, going void at 1.40 with a sextile to Pluto. So that's nice, flowing energy. That's how long I'm on vacation. (laughs) And then at 9.21 p.m. on the 30th, Moon goes into Aries. And it will be in Aries on the 1st, the 2nd. And when it goes into Aries, at the same time, Mars is coming into that thing. So remember, um, the sun is now answering to the moon in Aries. So it's a very fiery back end of the week. And that's Thursday, Friday. And the moon goes void at 12.15 a.m. on Friday the 3rd, or Saturday the 3rd, 4th of July weekend. And the moon goes void with a square to Pluto, right? So he goes square to Pluto. So that Thursday, Friday, very crabby. Then uh, moon is void in the morning. It goes in on third. It goes into Taurus on the third and the fourth. And the fifth, it goes void at 1257 with a trine to Pluto. So just remember whatever fight you're in or whatever argument takes place on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because the Mars here in the square is Saturday, Um, It is permanent. You're going to make permanent changes of situations you don't want anymore or you don't like anymore or you're not interested anymore. 
Independence Day, we breathe a sigh of relief because the changes have at least been made in our head. And then we go into the next week with a nice Taurus moon. But the moon is in Taurus on, well, it's in Aries on the opposition to Saturn on the 1st. It's in Taurus when Mars squares Uranus in Taurus. So the sun in Cancer is in Taurus, really feels it really feels it and of course the moon is hanging out there and comes along to whack the planets on the fourth moon and moon and taurus squares the saturn and joins the uranus on the fourth so whatever goes down (laughs) wednesday thursday friday just know it's big you know and uh you're going to be working with it. It's going to be working with you. We are in a waning phase. There's a new moon next week on the 9th. So even though we're technically out of eclipse season, Mercury does not finish with Neptune until the 6th and leaves his shadow on the 7th. So kind of consider this a little bit of an extension of eclipse season because the energy is so passionate and because Mercury was part of the eclipse, so things are being revealed. And you may not like them, but you need to know about them, or you may know already about it, and this is when you just can't take it one minute more and you have to do something, or when someone else can't take it one minute more and they have to do something, and that's okay. Remember, we're being asked to make structural changes in our life through the end of uh, September, early October, to allow our new life to come in, which means we have to do stuff. Um, or people will be doing it to us, around us, you know, quitting, leaving jobs, you know. I was talking to someone and, you know, they were talking about all these people changing and leaving their workplace and how it had really given them this whole bunch of new responsibilities. And the answer was, yeah, they're all done. They've They've seen it. They've seen the light and they're moving on. And so it's a giant game of musical chairs is another way to think of it. And I don't know about you, but when I was young and I played musical chairs and I would get, you know, the music would you'd be going on a little long and you'd start circling one chair, you know, getting ready to sit in the chair. As opposed to going, you know, like if I lose the chair and I get kicked out of the game, it's okay, it's okay. So kind of think of this as a little bit of musical chairs with a little bit of aggression over the chair on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If that helps, that might help. Um, Like we're going to struggle over the chair and we're both going to sit on it. And then does the person who's running the music say, okay, you can share the chair? Or do they say, no, Susan's butt was on there first, you get up and leave. Um, So it'll be interesting. It's an interesting week, and it is a decision week, and it is a week of letting go and change, and it is a week of high intensity. So on the Donald scale, I'm going to say once you get to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Friday not so much, but Friday you're licking your wounds from whatever happened on Thursday, and then on Saturday you take action. Mars square, Uranus. Opening square, fixed signs, the lion roars, and... uh, Hopefully you're not a wildebeest. Um, Maybe you're another cute lion, and you get to meet a cute lion. Who knows? It could be fun. Uh, So hopefully I didn't make that sound too scary. But it is, you know, it happens once every, you know, it happens once every two years. It just doesn't always happen, like, two two days apart when the two of them are already having an argument. Remember, Uranus got his testicles cut off by his father, Saturn, right, his son, Saturn, who threw the testicles in the ocean. Out of it, of course, you know, 
Venus was born about a half shell, but, you know, you're still dealing with having your testicles cut off, you know, or fighting with someone whose testicles you want to cut off. So on a bad day, you know, it can be a little tough. On a good day, um, you're a castrati and you're going to have a beautiful voice and you're going to sing really nice. Um, so there's always positives, but it's forward. It's forward is the key. And it is necessary. It is natural. It ties back. And it also is tied forward to what it is you're trying to create. We are in such a big cycle of change, such a big renaissance in our direction and where we're headed. And so it's very important for us to um, work with this energy in a positive way and to invite it in our lives and be as creative as possible as we're working with it. So hopefully that's going to help you navigate the week ahead, the week of June 27th, 2021. Lots going on. Peace and love, you know, to the extent you can. Go listen to John Denver's poems, prayers, and promises, and then go add the lion sleeps tonight. In the jungles, a mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. So we're going to watch for a lion towards the end of the week when Mars roars, and uh, we're going to watch and see what happens. So hopefully you have a great week and big hugs, and just take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones, Um, This is definitely also a week when the cats get a little wild. Generally, when Mars is in Leo, the cats are a little up and rolling because it is, of course, their sign. So watch for cats, big cats, big cats hunting, or little cats, my little little Remo chasing mice. Take care and have a great week. Ann Ortley signing off from overlooking Boca Ciega Bay. And now I'm going to go buy some salmon, and then I'm going to go sit by the pool. That is my agenda. Take care. Bye-bye.